DJ and PK brought to you in part by Syringa Networks. Home to complete business telecom and IT solutions, backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communications for 21st century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. We're joined now by Beth Lanier, women's volleyball coach at the University of Utah. Beth, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. You've been doing this a while, Beth. You got a, you got 31 years of experience. You've been very successful, Pac-12 Coach of the Year. I'm reading your bio right now. But have you ever seen anything like this? And what have you done that's prepared you to lead a team through this? Yeah, obviously, I've never seen anything like this. Um, I've I've told people in 30 years, I've I've never said I don't know so many times. Uh, it's just really hard to to face your athletes and and just tell them that we just don't have answers and. You know, we've just had to, you know, all the all the sports cliches have really kicked in. Um, take it a day at a time. Control what you can control. And, I, you know, I, I do think that athletes, if, if anyone's prepared for something like this, as hard as it is for, for people in athletics because we're competitors, I do think we're prepared for, for this because, we, you know, we face tough challenges all the time. But this is, this is a doozy. Um, you know, just a long, long-term challenge that we've got to keep adjusting to, and it, it's been, it's been hard. Not going to lie, but um, we are where we are, and now, you know, I think we just have to regroup. I gave my players ten days off when we found out they've uh, been here for two months and uh, phased in, and we're uh, working out on their own. Of course, we can't, we don't have summer access to them in volleyball, but they, they were. They were grinding, and and then there was just such a big letdown that I just said, "Hey, take time. We'll see you when school starts." And everybody was happy to just try to, you know, figure out, you know, what's next. And and that's a big thing on our agenda as coaches is what's next. So even when things are going normal, the job is challenging to stay in a very competitive environment. You're in a competitive conference and all that. Now you throw this on there all sorts of complications. What are you tackling as far as your biggest challenges right now? Yeah, you know, I think, first of all, I, I think it was a big relief just to know that we weren't playing. You know, I think we all felt like it was heading down that road, and we are in complete agreement with it. Uh, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I couldn't have imagined ben not being on the road for four days, uh, you know, flying commercially and in airports and um and so once once we've got word that you know we we in fact are not moving forward now now it's a whole new challenge i mean we were just dealing with things day by day i mean every single day there were new interpretations of NCAA rules coming out and every single day we were there were so many variables coming at us that we had to discuss you know what if this happens what if this happens so you know, I'm, I'm I'm taking a week off and and just gonna try to, um, you know, just get ready for them to come back. And I, I really think it's gonna take some creative leadership right now. I think, you know, I don't think we can do things the way we normally do them. I mean, I we'll get back in the gym and we'll we'll do training, but the idea of of practicing, you know, whether it's six months if we have a spring season or or a year without competitions is daunting. And so I think as coaches, we're going to have to find ways to, you know, creatively keep them engaged. Um, 
I think we're going to have to find ways to have a lot of fun because this is hard, heavy stuff. And gosh, playing sports is supposed to be fun at the end of the day. And so that's, those are the things I'm thinking about. Like, how are we going to make this, you know, just as good of opportunity and experience as we can have. And then, and then I do want to look at it as an opportunity. Um, you know, we, we have beach volleyball at the U and, um, you know, we're going to, we're going to explore what, you know, what does it look like for us to go out on the sand and play some volleyball as well? So, you know, we just have to change our mindset now, now that we've got a little bit of time. Beth Lanier, University of Utah women's volleyball coach, uh, joining us. So, I'm curious what you do with uh, athletes' eligibility. And I guess you have to know about the spring season first if they would move mm-hmm. volleyball to the spring. But you've got three seniors. I think one of them, at least, is a redshirt senior. You also have freshmen, and I don't know if they took summer school classes or would they maybe mm-hmm. delay starting their clock by not going to school for a semester? Mm-hmm. It seems like there's all kinds of things to consider. Yeah, that's the that's what we deal with every single day, all these variables. In fact, I have a call with Kate Sharper, our compliance person, right after this. Um, and I just I told her I need an hour of your time. <laughs> so I have to go through all these scenarios with you. Um, but, you know, basically everybody's going to get a red shirt this year if we don't play in the spring. If, you know, every everyone, you know, if you don't play a game, you get an automatic red shirt. Um, we have questions about kids that have already redshirted. Do they get a six year? Um, I believe they do. Um, so I don't. I don't think eligibility is going to be the bigger issue. The bigger issue. The biggest issue. The bigger issue is going to be the scholarship situation. Um, you know, we've got to do some management of that because we're just going to have all of a sudden a bunch of fifth year players down the road. Now, I I, I do suspect that they will. If if we don't play in the spring, if we play in the spring. You know, there's not going to be that many um, things to, to adjust. But if we wait to the fall, I, I do believe that they will give us, the, you know, what they're calling super senior scholarships um, to the, the seniors that want to come back. And, I mean, that was the precedent that was set for the spring athletes. And, boy, I'd be surprised if that didn't happen, and that's what I'm hearing. And so for next year, it's it's okay. You know, we'll have the scholarships and – you know, we have two senior All-Americans returning. Um, I've had a lot of peers reach out to me and, you know, kind of give me their condolences because we were really ready and geared to have a great year. <clears throat> but uh, both my, all, well, you know, my seniors are planning on coming back. We've we've discussed that. And so I think we're set there. But it, then it's, it's down the road where you have to go, okay, well, what now is the situation with our with our scholarship distribution? And uh, there's going to be some challenges. We have to work through it. Lots of conversations. Uh, I don't know what exactly it's going to look like yet, but but those are the conversations that we're having. So we heard with football as far as the spring, well, if you had a spring season, then surely you couldn't go into the next season on time because the body needs to recuperate and all that. How will that work for your sport if you had a spring season as far as then the fall a year from now being able to go in on a regularly scheduled time clock? Yeah, Mark Harlan called me and asked me that specific question. And, um, you know, I – I don't think it'll be easy. Um, yeah, I told them I think we're just tougher than the football players, so I think no we question. can probably do it. <laughs> you know, it, it won't be easy. You know, it's it's a grind on the players' bodies. Yeah, you know, we're not we're not hitting each other, but we're throwing our bodies on the on the hardwood floor and 
and we're jumping, you know, 150 times, 150 to, you know, 200 times every day. Um, so I think, I think that's a problem. I think that's an issue. I, you know, I, I don't know how we'll manage that again, something we've never done before. I, we have great people at the U I, I have what I call the volleyball performance team and we have, uh, you know, just a lot of really smart people that deal with performance, and including you know Ernie Reimer, he's a sports scientist, and our strength coaches and our trainers, and and you know we're, we we get pretty specific on our training based on based on data and based on science. So you know we count jumps every single day. We know what their workload is. So we'll definitely have to manage that, and then you know look at science, look at look at what you know if there's any precedence for stuff like that, and and dig in and, you know, figure it out. If that's what they tell us we have to do, we'll just have to figure it out. Beth Lanier joining us, University of Utah women's volleyball coach. So recruiting gets impacted by this too, and I assume that volleyball is a lot like basketball and that you're evaluating athletes a lot more on their, on their club than you are on their high school, and I'm wondering how much that club scene got has been disrupted and what you've been able to do. Yeah, we basically, you know, can't do anything. Um, I, I'll tell you what we can do. We can watch a lot of video, and it's been really interesting watching the club, the club world, and and high school now too. You know, they're those coaches are getting creative, and and they're finding ways to stream. Um, you know, they're still playing, right? And so they're finding ways to stream their practices, and they're getting video to us, um, and so that's. You know, I think this is going to change recruiting in some ways. You know, I think, you know, I don't think we've always done recruiting in a very efficient way at all. And so I, I think there's some takeaways that we can, you know, garner from this situation. And one of them is going to be a little bit more of, of online streaming evaluation type stuff. And then the other thing is, is we've actually, you know, in terms of recruiting, in some ways it's been a little bit better. Um We've had great conversations with players over Zooms, and it's like we're doing a home visit every day. You know, we're we're going into their home, and mom and dad are behind them, and we're getting to know them. And you know, we just have a little more time to do that. So that's that's been a positive. But um, you know, it's always scary to try to recruit off of video. Obviously, you you want to see players in person, and so that's been a challenge. Uh, but we're moving forward with our recruiting, and we've had success during this time. And I think, like I said, I think there's some positives to take to take from what we're learning through this situation. So Mark Harlan on his Zoom call the other day estimated a loss of 50 to $60 million because of this situation. <laughs> Do you anticipate some type of ramifications for your program financially? Well, I'm, you know, if my phone shows up with a phone call from Mark or Kyle Brennan right now, you know, I'm, I'm going to know what's coming, you know, that something's coming. I, yeah, listen, Mark was very honest and very transparent with the athletic department. We had an entire athletic department zoom and he said, everybody's going to be affected by this. There's not, you know, including him and there's not going to be, you know, one person that, that isn't affected. So, you know, I, I feel like, I don't know. I, I, you know, I can't speak to the numbers. It's not my area. Mark has shared with us that he, you know, feels like we're in as good a position as we could be in maybe compared to some other schools, but yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. Um, you know, I, I'll, I'll give a little shout out to, you know, Dr. Chris Hill. He, he did a great job while he was here. He, you know, he 
I, I couldn't get as much money from him as I ever, you know, always wanted, but he did a nice job of, 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 you know, budget management. So we'll see. Yeah, it's going to be a huge loss. Um, I don't know what to expect for the volleyball program right now. I'm, I'm waiting to hear as every other coach and every other employee of the athletics department is. I know, I know it's, it's going to be tight. It's going to be for sure tightening things, you know, Hey, we, we were living the good life. You know, we were, yeah, we were, um, you know, I think all the Power Five programs were <clears throat> feeling that, you know, we had what we needed and we were, you know, doing what we needed to do. And, <clears throat> excuse me, are there areas that we can we can cut back and, and be more diligent with our budget? Yeah, for sure. And we're looking at those kind of things and we're finding them. And, but how big, it, big of a hit it's going to be, we're not sure yet. Beth Lanier, Utah women's volleyball coach, joining us. I'm curious, as you talk to coaches around the country, uh, you're in a Power 5 league, so you're in a different spot, but around the country, is volleyball a sport that's going to be impacted, or do you think we'll see cuts in sports and there'll be other sports? Do you get any sense of Mm -hmm. what you hear from other coaches? Well, it's interesting. I actually just had a a long conversation with our executive director of our coaches association, uh, Kathy DeBoer at the ABCA, and, you know, she shared with me that, you know, the non-Power 5 schools and, and non-football schools certainly are not feeling, you know, the disruption that we're feeling because they just weren't as dependent on their football program as obviously we are. So, I don't know. I, you know, we like we discussed, I, I don't think any athletic director got into this to, you know, to cut sports and to, you know, cut livelihood. So, I, you know, and, I, I have to believe that people are going to do whatever they can, and I, I, I really hope there's not mass cuts of of other sports because, you know, the other sports don't count as don't cost as much. You know, I mean, where do big cuts have to come from? I don't know, but um, I don't think this is going to be a situation where you know you can nickel and dime this. So, you know, you know where whether it's borrowing or or, or what, but I. I can't answer that, but um, it was an interesting conversation listening to her talk about, you know, the non-football schools, and 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 they're just going to ride it out and maybe be in a little better situation, mm. or not better not than now, but maybe not get you know hit quite as as much. So you passed the thirty-year mark. My money's on you passing the forty-year mark. <laughs> Oh, you think so? Well, we'll see. We'll see. You know, hey, Elaine Michaelis did it many years ago down at That's BYU. Why I, was, and, I was thinking of her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I can't even imagine it. But, uh, no, yeah, I'm still going strong. I, I don't think about it very much. Um, Russ Rose, uh, you know, he's at Penn State Volleyball, uh, traditional powerhouse, and he's won a number of um, – national championships and he's always checking in he's always going you, you're going to keep up with me and i'm like i'm i'm right behind you russ so uh still going strong and this is uh like i said it's been a big challenge but it's going to be interesting to, to work our way out of it it's it's uh it's uh i'm trying to change my mindset let's put it that way you know we like i said we've just been in the day-to-day grind of of tough stuff and I'm going to take a little bit of time and try to figure out, you know, what's the opportunity here and, um, you know, how to creatively come out of that. And it's it's a new challenge for me. So I'm not looking forward to it, but I'm going to try to approach it from that perspective. 
Well, Coach, we appreciate a few minutes. Thanks for joining us, and uh, good luck with whatever the future throws at you when you see a certain number on your cell phone. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Appreciate it. Keep, yeah, we'll we'll just keep you know taking it day by day. Uh, sports cliches are alive and well, but um, I think that's our best way to approach it. So, thanks, you guys. Appreciate you.